The following message is from a divine liturgy or another worship service at Transfiguration Greek Orthodox Church of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We welcome and encourage you to join us in person as we gather for worship of the Holy Trinity. For more information, please find us online at transfigurationgoc.org. And now, today's message. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for a minute. <clears throat> we saw yesterday in our talk after the gospel, how the Lord Jesus came, innocent, sinless, and yet came to be baptized by John in the Jordan, to unite himself with his people, and to give them and us an example of what it is to be a good son, what it is to obey the Lord, not grudgingly, but willfully, of what it is to repent and find the path to the kingdom of God. This he did so that he might be instructive. He might show them. And he did this to show them the path to salvation because of his love, because of his love for us. It's very interesting that in the scriptures, often the sea and the waters are put in terms that are antagonistic with us, as if they are our enemies, the raging of the waters. And of course, there's the image that haunts the pages of Genesis of the great flood, where except for just a few, the Lord swept away that wicked generation. It's interesting for us to look at that, and to understand that the waters were seen as trouble. Trouble. You were careful when you went near the water. You don't know what lurks in there. Everyone who's ever been camping and stood on the edge of an unknown lake as a little boy or a little girl has that feeling. This looks great. This is beautiful. But what's underneath? What will be nibbling at my toes and snatch me down? Who knows? So it is with the, the scripture. We see the, the waters treated as the enemy and a symbolism of the world in revolt against the God of life, the God who pushed man out of the garden when he had broken communion with God. How interesting then that our Lord comes now to descend into the waters the waters of the Jordan, which are not always very pretty. But he descends into the waters of the Jordan, not just to show his people an example of righteousness, not just to be numbered with them and identify with them, but to change the water, to change it. There were hints of this in the Old Testament, right? Certainly the flood destroyed that first world that had abandoned God, but through the waters came the ark. Through the waters came the ark. The Red Sea came crashing down upon Pharaoh and his army when they dared to stretch forth their hand to touch the people of God. 
but it was through the Red Sea that the Israelites were delivered, isn't it? The water appeared to the Israelites in the wilderness, but the water was bitter. It wasn't good to drink. It was awful until they obeyed the word of the Lord and threw in a tree, which is a, an image, the foreshadowing of our Lord's cross. And through his cross and through our obedience, the waters are changed. The Lord descended into the waters and made them new, made them different. And now we take water, that water that raged against God and was nothing but a vehicle for our drowning. And we use it for holy baptism to bring people into God's church, to graft them in, to make them part of his people, and to give them life. What a beautiful thing. But our Lord didn't just come to give life, you know, to undo what was done because of the fall. Listen to this beautiful hymn that was chanted in Matins today. Our Savior, grace and truth, appeared in his epiphany in the streams of the Jordan. Those who lay once in darkness and the shadow, he illumined now. He has come and has appeared, the light unapproachable. That light which we could not dare approach has approached us, has come to us, not just with truth, truth, but with grace as well. And with this grace, he calls us through the waters of baptism. He calls us to come to him, to come to his Father, and to participate in that life of grace and love that exists between them and the Spirit always, always. This is his grace. This is his love. This is his truth. This is what the Lord reveals to us today on the great Feast of Theophany. When we see now clearly the reality of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit made plain before us, who seek not our destruction, but our life. On this feast, let us rejoice, brothers and sisters. Let's be happy today. Not because we get to go back to eating meat again after one hard day of fasting. None of that. Let's be happy today. Look what God has done for us. Look what wonderful things because of his love. And let us reciprocate. Let us be a people washed of our sins, united with God, who are in love with him. In the name of the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to learn more about the Orthodox Christian faith, or about our parish in lovely Sioux Falls, South Dakota, join us online at transfigurationgoc.org. God bless you and always remember the Lord.